Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. This is your old pal Rob, and you have once again arrived at the Three Good Things podcast. Friends and neighbors, boys and girls, cats and kittens all across the fruited plain, thank you for showing up. I appreciate you being here, listening to me, and I know it's been a minute. Things have been uh, upended in my life just a little bit. I've made some changes, made some big changes, uh, some job changes. Oh, you're going to go a little bit on the road with me and, and, and you're going to hear me in some different places. Uh, but today I'm coming to you from the uh, steamy and 100 degree bright and sunny Houston, Texas. And uh, it, is a, it, is a, it is a beautiful and dirty place here. But we're here anyway, doing, getting some things done, doing some work, closing the week out and, and getting ready for uh, a weekend and, and a little bit of a trip and some, some relaxation and and some true peace time, some real let your hair down kind of stuff, which is what I'm shooting for in, in the next uh, in the next little bit of, of time uh, in, into you know like next week. But today I want to talk a little bit about that as a, as a part of the Escape Velocity program, and, you know, it's just me doing this stuff, so I, I want to, I, you know, I do my research, and I listen to people, and I, I, I talk to people, and, and you know, the things that I hear most of the time are, are that people are just ridiculously stressed right now, and, you know, they're on 12, they're stressed, and, and angry, and freaked out, and, and you know, I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a person who uses, you know, gasoline in their car or diesel fuel, you're spending way more money than than you should be, you know, for all of that. And, and you know, we know there's reasons for it. We know all of that stuff, but that's not what today is for. Today, today is for a little bit of a little bit of aspect one, a little bit of aspect two, uh, in in. in in the Escape Velocity program that sort of deals directly with habits, decision-making and problem-solving, uh, and judgment, right? And, you know, for me, my entire career, especially in the public service, has been about judgment, decision-making, and problem-solving. And I mentioned that before as well because... It bears repeating that most of life is judgment, decision-making, and problem-solving. And the better you get at it, uh, the more at peace you'll be, the less stress you'll be, uh, the less stress you'll feel when you when you take on the, the troubles and difficulties that face you and that show up in your life. And so today I think it's important to... To discuss dealing with stress in the in the aspect of good mental health, right? And dealing with stress in the in the way that that only we can as people um, by talking it through. You know what I mean? And by by trying to understand the causes of it, right? And trying to understand the 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 stuff that that gives us that difficulty or gives us that stress and 
most of our stress, most of it, the majority of it, really, is, is, is sort of revolves around two specific spheres. It, one is a lack of knowledge, ignorance, uh, a, a failure to know, a, a lack of information, right? So that's the first thing. And then assumption, is because the, the brain that, that we have is millions of years old, and we are built to fear the worst. Because if we're doing that, we're always on the lookout for something that might go sideways, right? And so that brings us stress. We create stress in our heads. We create stress in our bodies. And, and we've discussed previously how we know that our minds can make our bodies feel and do. You can, if you think of a, and, and just as a, as a kind of a reminder, if you think of a sad thing, okay, you think of a, a sad day or a, a sad event or something that broke that broke your heart, and if you think about it long enough and hard enough, a, a missing loved one, you can you can make water with your face. You understand? So this is the case that this is a thing that happens to us when we create stress in our heads, when we create difficulty in our heads, and when we create the, the struggle that we suffer under, we create the situations that we're forced to live in, and then the bodies that we're forced to live in, right? So, when we're talking about that, when we, you know, the stress hormones cortisol, you know, get released and, and we, we handle insulin poorly and, you know, it, real life, real life's going to interject right now. Uh, I, I'm on a highway and I'm on, if you're not familiar with, with warm weather states that, that have a lot of traffic, uh, they have very raised highways, very raised on-ramps. So uh, some of the on-ramps are a good 70, 80, 100 feet in the air, some of them. And, and right now I am getting onto a different highway that I can see about a mile from where I was an accident that's occurred. Now, I don't know if anybody's injured, but there's emergency vehicles on the scene and they got the road kind of blocked off and they're dealing with whatever's happening there. And so it's a terrible thing for, for those individuals involved, a difficult thing for the, the first responders involved, and a major inconvenience for the hundreds and hundreds of people that are, are blocked up for you know, uh, about three miles behind me and uh, uh, where I am currently, which is uh, not too far from the scene of the accident. We're about to pass it. Now, the only people who should really be stressed in this situation are the people involved with the accident. And the, well, the car is being towed right away, and there should be some stress. But we see the... the we see the, the traffic stack up and there's hundreds of cars in front of us. All we see are brake lights and then we start to get frustrated or we get angry or we get uh, upset or something happens that because we've got someplace to be, we've got a, a, a deadline, we've got to pick the, you know, we've got to pick the kids up or pick, drop the kids off or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm meeting somebody here because of this thing or whatever it is. And, and we put these things in us because, well, I don't know why, really. 
because the the truth of the matter is, every day, if you if you're somebody who travels the, the, the particular road I'm on every day, you probably have seen this more than once, and it does you no good to get angry about it. But you will, you'll see it, and you'll be disappointed or angry or nervous or anxious or whatever. And you will create that anxiety and, and you will create that nervousness and you will create that upset because of something that's completely and utterly out of your control. I mean, you couldn't fix it if you if you had a trillion dollars. The only way, the only thing that fixes it is for the danger to be over and the vehicles to be removed. That's it. And and they were as we were passing it, but that's all you can do. And we forget sometimes I think that it's it's a thing that we should always focus on first is is the thing that is giving us the feeling of anger of upset or anxiety in our control is it is it something we can fix is it something we can do something about if, if the answer is no then stop fucking worrying about it because you can't you can't stop it there's there's a there's a, a Buddhist parable, and and I'm going to to I'm going to screw it up, but in essence it is like this: if you are sick and you will die, don't worry, you won't care, it won't matter because you're dead. If you're sick and you won't die, don't matter because you won't die. It, it's 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 a very simple thing, but. We forget sometimes because we're so trained and so manipulated to focus on the negativity and the bad things that are happening in front of us that we forget that we don't have control. You know, you you might find traffic to be a terrible thing, and sometimes it is. It, it stalls you. It takes time from your life, and and but it can't be helped, right? And so there are people ahead who are in way worse shape than you. And that's just, that just is what it is, right? So you, you deal with it and you wait until the traffic clears itself. Now, we're, you'll, you'll hear the ambient noise is lowering, which means I've come across yet another accident. It's Texas. It's the summertime. This is what happens. Now, this doesn't. This looks like just a traffic stop because there's only one police officer there, and uh, and and, uh, and a tow truck. Maybe the fire engines are already gone. Maybe it's just a traffic stop. I don't know. But here's what I do know: I can't control that any more than I can control the sun in the sky. So it, it may be anything. And but why should I be upset? There are hundreds of people behind me and that have already passed this scene that are probably mad at what has happened but the person who is involved probably couldn't control what happened and you certainly can so I am uh, <laughs> yeah and then see it looks to just be a stalled vehicle and and so but you can't control it. Nothing you do can control it. So why why get upset? Why get angry? Why get bent out of shape about these things? But we do because we're programmed to do that. And we have to deprogram ourselves. We have to take our authority back from the influences that exist. 
Now, I'll go back to yesterday and the hearing in January on January 6th, about January 6th. For for me, for me, January 6th was an attempted coup. Poorly done, right? Poorly executed. But the fact of the matter is, there were people in the building that shouldn't have been in the building, that didn't belong there, that had no right to be there. And, you know, for some who were saying, oh, it's just, you know, it's just this or it's just that. Nope. Uh-uh. If this were happening in a third world country, we'd be asking if they want military assistance. But it's happening, it happened here, right? So all of a sudden, oh, it's just patriots standing up? Bullshit. That's treason. Send him to get him. That's why I'm not in charge, but that's what I would do. Now, the trouble is, the trouble is, we think somehow that what's happening with this uh, with this hearing is going to change anything. It isn't. It's going to further divide us, which is in part, in my opinion, part of the reason the hearing exists. There are three reasons. That's one. The other is they have a horrible case against the people that they detained, arrested, or, or otherwise uh, held in custody and their cases will fall apart if public pressure is not applied to do something with these people. What does that mean? Well, that means that you have to manage the bullshit that is going on on the the Capitol steps. You have to manage everything that has happened since that point, right? which deals with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and all of these people. And so it is being set up to be a boogeyman situation. Uh, uh, But the truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, the people sitting on the the floor of, sitting at the floor of Congress, in the seats of power, should be afraid of us. Now, this is a little bit of a tangent, right? But... They should be worried about us doing exactly that. Because they have been failing us for decades. The exact same people, right? But that is something over which we have control. So we don't have to be stressed about that. The only thing we have to do is find solutions. And being solutions and systems, having a solutions and systems mindset fixes the difficulties that you have by creating it it should I should say, it should lessen your stress, it should lessen your anxiety because you will have the ability to make changes to your surroundings to have your input heard and you deserve no more than your vote so let's get that straight Your, your voice does not deserve to be heard, it should be allowed to be heard but not everybody, you're, you don't have the right to everyone's ear, right? Which is, I think, what some people forget. You don't have the right to everybody's ear. You have the right to speak. Not You don't have the right to force people to listen. So the process becomes, what, what can I do to help address 
the issues that popped up on January 6th. Well, by and large, nothing. However, you can, if you choose, you can vote for the people who you think will address the issue, right? And, and make a better country. But none of the people that we have been hearing from are going to do that. So now you're kind of feeling a little bit hopeless. Well, this goes back to sort of aspect zero, right? Which is you have to find a way in your day-to-day -day life, in, your, in the practice of your life, to... You have to find a way in the practice of your life to do good things, right? To be a peaceful individual, to be a hopeful person, right? You have to do all of these things every day to, to make yourself feel good day to day. And and so when when you're when you're pressed with all of these, you know, uh, uh, external pressures and all that stuff, and, and you think you know, the, the world's coming to an end and uh, the gas prices are real high and all of that. What, how are you doing beyond all of that, beyond, the, beyond all the external shit? You're having difficulty with your spouse or your partner. You're having difficulty with your kids or your parents. You're having difficulty. How are you doing is the question. And if the answer is anything but doing pretty fucking good, then that's where you start. Because if you are not good, if you are not healthy, if you are not focused, if you are not strong, you can't control the things that you can control. Because you will reach out and be ineffective. You won't be able to control the things that, that, that you can actually do something about. You won't be able to help people. You know, it's like, it's like somebody talking about, uh, you know, the, the evils of capitalism, right? A lot of people believe that capitalism is evil, but here's the reality. The only thing that's brought people out of poverty is capitalism. The only thing, let me say this to you again, the only thing that has brought people out of poverty in the world ever is capitalism. Now that might make you a little mad if you're an anti-capitalist. I'm not a pro any capitalism goes. There absolutely should be, uh, uh, should be uh, uh, restrictions on things, no question. You can yank a knot in the tail of these big spenders, no problem. Right? May encourage it. But that's not the point. The point is, how are you feeling when you see these things happen? And are you taking care of yourself? Because if you don't, if you're choosing not to take care of yourself, what you're choosing is loss. You're choosing strife. You're choosing difficulty. You're choosing trouble. When you don't have to. You don't have to. You, if you are good, and, and very much like the, the example that I was just sort of off track about, you know, the, the way that good capitalism works is that it creates opportunity for people to take and grow themselves out of poverty and out of difficulty and out of expense and out of challenge. That's what it should do. That's, that's its main point. No communism, no socialism, none of it has, has done what capitalism has done and is doing today. Right? And, and so, 
you know, worldwide, we are bringing hundreds of thousands of people every day out of extreme poverty. And we don't know if they'll stay out of poverty. We don't know that. But what we do know is it's happening. And we have been doing it. We've had that same 160,000 people a day or whatever for the last 20 years. So, what do you think... What do you think? Here's what, you, here's what I think. If we, have this, if we have the ability to help someone because of the work that we did and we've earned money to do the thing that we, want to, that we wish to do to help this individual, what does it mean? It means that I have enough money that I can pay for this person to do X, Y, and Z without anybody else interfering with it. Well, how do you think governments help people? How do you think systems help people? Money is how. How do they get money? Well, they can tax people out of it or in, in large chunks until the, the pie is down to crumbs and large bunches. Or we can let everybody scramble to make whatever they can, tax everybody at a, at a fair rate, and take a little bit from everybody. Now. What does this have to do with your mental health? What does this have to do with you feeling okay? Maybe nothing. Maybe you're perfectly fine money-wise. Or maybe you don't care about money at all. But if you, whatever it is that you care about, if it's, if it's, if it's food, if it's money, if it's music, if it's joy, if it's sex, if it's laughter, if it's whatever it is, you can, you can ensure your own success by adhering to the principles of that thing, whatever it is, and make yourself happy. And when somebody says, hey, you doing? Hey, you good? How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty fucking good. That's the answer. Because if you're not good, you can't help. If you're no good, you can't help anybody else. If you are not there, if you are not present, if you are not active, if you are not attentive, if you are not loving and caring and empathetic, then, then you can't help people. If you can't help people, what are you doing? Because here's the thing. Maybe you know, maybe somebody's told you this. Maybe they haven't. But I know the secret of life. We are the secret of life on this planet. We are here to help each other. Do you understand? We are here to assist one another. We are here to serve each other. And no, I don't mean that in a filthy way, but that shit's funny. I mean we are here to serve each other and give and help and lift up and elevate and all of that stuff, we are here for that. That is for us. Do you understand me? That is for us. And so, I think it is, it is important for you to remember, to understand to to focus on taking care of yourself and being good and strong and well with yourself and within yourself. I think you have to do that because if you do, you will find, I think, you will find, I think, that you feel better every day down the line further. 
So the the more that you do, the more the, the more frequently that you have you set up your habit for success. And when I say that, here's what I mean: if you you know if if your goal is to lose weight, and and you reward yourself with you know uh, five or ten dollars or fifteen dollars, whenever you were going to eat out and eat, you know like go through the drive-through and you don't, you put fifteen dollars away, or you know or, or, or you, if you if you spend too much money on other things, you know the day that you don't spend you know X on Y, take that money and put it away. And so you'll have that as a visual representation of the thing that you didn't do that was bad for you so that you can feel good about yourself. And you create good habits along the way so that you can be fine with who you are. I know it's a, it's a difficult thing, but if you are not good with who you are, nothing else matters until you can get right. And it's true for everybody. Now there are Obviously, there are broken toys and mis misfits and malcontents and the rest, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about us, most of us. And we set out on these courses to be helpful and kind and empathetic and courteous and, and, and gleeful and happy and you know and feel strong. That's why we do what we do. So I think it's important, I know it's important, for you to check in with yourself in, in, the, in the Venn diagram where uh, aspect one meets aspect two, excuse me, and say, you know, am I physically feeling all right? Am I mentally feeling okay? Uh, do I, you know, do I upset people? Or am I upset? What am I upset by if that's the case? Uh, you know, whatever it is, you have to figure this thing out. You have to figure out whatever it is that makes you feel challenged or upset and address it. And if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. You know, get, get uh, you know, go up, get, get better help or, or, you know, headspace or one of those things if you want to do it yourself. Whatever, however you find assistance to make yourself okay, make yourself okay because you as an individual are the engine for so much positivity and good and light and hope it is preposterous how much joy you can bring just by existing it is absolutely preposterous and you should know what that feels like and I honestly hope that you do and I hope that I am able to help in some small way bring you to that point and I hope that one day we'll see each other uh, out in the world and and I will just I will just know that that you know that my words have had an effect on you and you'll be you'll be there you'll be happy you'll be uh, uh, you'll be a joyful soul and we'll encounter one another on the street or in a restaurant or in a shop somewhere and I'll just know and I know that you'll, you will do okay, and you will be doing okay. And you can carry on with the rest of those, the, you know, those, those aspects and, and grow into somebody who can be free of the pull of the negative part of our world and, and raise up and, and elevate and lift the voices of the positive, empathetic, good souls. 
So, you have been with me now for 27 minutes and 56 seconds, and I think I'm going to call it, but I want to say that we're heading into a, a nice weekend. It's probably, if you're in the south, it's probably going to be hot where you are. If you're in the north, it's probably going to be cold where you are, uh, of the United States anyway. And if you're anyplace else, I don't know, I can't tell you. Um, but here's what I, here's one thing I do know. I appreciate the diversity of mindset and thought and goodness, and I appreciate the the strength and the positivity that, that comes from the feedback that I get here, and, and I appreciate you for listening to each and every bit of it. So, from this point forward, please go out into the world this weekend, be excellent to each other, and enjoy yourself, because time, you know, life is a Life is long, but life is also short. So be good to each other out there.